What Do We Do? A podcast discussing wealth management and financial planning. Introducing listeners to the leaders in our community. Hosted by the founder and CEO of Great Lakes Wealth, Dewey Steffen. Alongside WWJ Midday News anchor, Brooke Allen. Hey, I'm Brooke Allen. Our goal with the What Do We Do podcast is to educate listeners on topics that impact your financial growth, your retirement, and your lifestyle. And I'm Dewey Steffen. Join us twice a month as we welcome some of today's leaders in the community for conversations that can help with investment decisions so you can plan for and live your best life. Here's Dewey Steffen alongside Brooke Allen. Hey, I'm Brooke Allen. Thank you so much for being with us on the What Do We Do uh, podcast. It is always a pleasure to be here with you. Of course, this is season two, episode 17, number 59. And, you know, it's just been so much fun. And, of course, Dewey Steffen, how are you? Brooke, it's great to see you again. Episode 59. Yeah, we're, and we're rocking just and rolling. Getting started. Right? I know. Insane. It's, this is awesome. <laughs> awesome. We're getting into the summertime here in 2022. Lots to talk about, and I'm excited to see you and get into it. Yes, it's so exciting. And, you know, we, we talk about so much on this podcast. Uh, but today, I thought we would talk about teaching kids about money. Ooh. We talk about being healthy, wealthy, and wise. And, yes. you know, we know that pertains to adults, but. I think it should also pertain to kids. What do you think? I think that's fantastic. And especially when uh, school's out for summer, mm -hmm. the college kids are home. Maybe we can teach them a little bit, reset them. But then the younger kids are out of school as well. Right. Let's get them uh, working for the summer, exactly. a little summer job. <laughs> Let's get them fired up and uh, ready to go. So absolutely, we're going to uh, tackle this topic today, and I'm excited to get into it. Okay, so let's start with the younger kids, right? Because uh, lead by example, I mean, what do you think of that? Yeah, I think so. And before we get into that, Brooke, let's tell the audience again what we're here for, okay? The mission of the What Do We Do podcast is to provide information to help our community invest for success and be healthy, wealthy, and wise. With our YouTube viewers, our podcast listeners, we're going to get into it. And uh, the first one, as you said, is to lead by example. So that's to the parents. Right. That's to the parents. Listen, uh, be a good example. Show your children the right way to spend, the right way to save. Uh, children, whether they're two or grown children at 22, they are going to follow your lead in investing, in spending money, but also, you know, what comes, what words come out of your mouth, your activities, your actions. So with that, parents and adult supervisors, please mm -hmm. lead by example, be responsible and teach your children the same. Do you think that, uh, you know, I know my kids always think that, oh, money, you know, money just appears and that little card you use is just always endless, right? But I think we need to start by explaining what money is and where money comes from, right? Yes, it's mentoring. So mm -hmm. every time that you are with your child and you are doing something with money or finance, whether that's paying a bill, whether that's um, investing, absolutely discuss what you're doing. That's how they learn. So they observe with their eyes, mm -hmm. but they also can listen and learn with their ears. So you have to be a good uh, parent and a good teacher and again, lead by example. You know, I always thought it was so interesting in school, you know, just in high school, even junior high, they never taught you about money. You know, like a checking account, how to handle any of that. So I think that that's really important to address too. So they're just now um, putting that into the curriculum um, at high school level 
and in the college level. And this is, it's kind of late to the game. It mm-hmm. should have been a long time before, but it is what it is. So we're here with our podcast, yes. What Do We Do? So again, uh, please download, <laughs> subscribe. Here's a shameless plug. Like. Share it, like, <laughs> share it with your friends, your neighbors. We are at 30,000 plus downloads. We're so excited. This is season two, but... We're only as strong as our weakest link, and we are just a part of the community, and we want to uh, thrive, not just survive. So with that, yes, you need to uh, be responsible as a parent to your children. Okay, so we lead by example, but for the older kids, teenagers are a little bit trickier, I think, right? Because that's when they finally start asking for money. So we're going to start with all kids, which we just did, lead by example. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk about maybe preteens and then the teenagers, because again, the preteens then can lead up to the teenagers. And so I really think the first one across the board is to use a piggy bank, right? That's when mm-hmm. you start with a piggy bank. However, we actually say use a clear glass jar. And the reason we say that, Brooke, is because if it's a clear glass jar and you're dropping coins in, whether you're 5 or 15, you hear the clink, clink, Mm -hmm. and you can see the ching, ching. (laughs) So with that, you are just slowly putting it in and you see it build up and you can recognize. And again, it's behavior and it's pattern. So um, I still have uh, glass jars at my house. Come Mm -hmm. on over and check it out. (laughs) And I uh, used to put pennies, but now they're all the quarters and the nickels and the dimes. And it ends up to be tens or hundreds of dollars. And guess what you can do then? Take your child with that jar Mm -hmm. and take it either to the bank and they will count it for you with the machine or you can go to the local grocery store or whatnot and they have a machine there for a a few dollars. They will sort it and they'll keep a few bucks and you can have the rest. So there's a lot of uh, ways that you can use the old school piggy bank Mm-hmm. modernize it to 2022 with the glass jar. Maybe the year 2052, there'll be some sort of an app jar. But until then, glass jar, piggy bank, save it up. All right. So we see, and that's a visual thing. So kids love visuals, right? So yes. they're seeing that and they're getting all excited and maybe they can even uh, think of what they might want to buy with that. Yeah, I don't know. Where did a piggy bank come from anyway? Why is it a pig? I don't know. Do- a doggy <laughs> bank. Make right? it a fish bowl. Maybe that's at the cash money bowl. Exactly. Make right? it a big water bottle. Absolutely, right? So anyway, so yes, yeah, so the old school piggy bank, let's make it a glass jar and fill it up with all the coins. And heck, I don't know, put some $5 bills in there too if uh, if you're really uh, being adventurous. Okay, but with that comes responsibility, right? So responsibility means that let them have a little responsibility and encourage them to get involved. So... Um, Let them touch the money when you're going to do something. Uh, With my children, whenever we go to church, let's say, instead of me putting $20 into the offering plate, I give each child $5 to put in there. And that way they're doing it. So they touch the money, they give the money, and they see the transaction happen. This can happen at the store. If you're going to Target and you're even paying with the Target credit card, you can go ahead and give it to the child to you know tap the screen. When I do go get groceries, same thing. I actually have the children take it out of the cart, bar scan it, and put it on the other side. Let them get involved so they're not just sitting there watching, but they're getting their hands dirty and they're actually learning firsthand. You know what's so funny is that I was getting gas the other day and I was filling up and uh, Daisy says, 
Mommy, that was $56. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's what it is right now. So did you have her outside pumping the gas for you? No, it was too cold, so she wasn't She wasn't about have that. Have you ever had them oh, yeah. do that before? Yep, I have. So again, I think those are important lessons to get them out there and to uh, wipe off your uh, front windshield, wipe mm-hmm. off the back one. Let them be involved. They don't have to sit in the car and watch you just pay and come back with a bag of goodies from inside the store. Right. Let them go and experience firsthand what it's like to take whatever it is. Maybe you're buying them some gum, mm-hmm. some Pringles. <laughs> whatever it is, but Coffee. let them no. let them grab it. They definitely know how to grab it anyway when right, you're in there. Sure. But then take it to the counter, give them the money or the card. Let the uh, person behind the counter give them the receipt, put it in the bag. All these transactions again are behavioral and they're re- and they're learned and they're uh, you know they're part of the process. You know, I I've noticed that they feel proud. You know, when they get their own bag after they've given the money, they get their change back. And they have like a smile because they think, oh, I've just done this. Absolutely. First step is they have no idea what the change is. They don't even know how to count it. They just trust that it's there as they get older. Then again, you need to make sure that, uh, hey, did you count that change? Mm -hmm. Um, It's Again, it's learning. And a lot of times the change is wrong or the child has to learn how to do the math. So now it goes back to schoolwork, kids. You need to study (laughs) and learn your math. Right, right. For sure. Absolutely. So what is the next tip and for the next age? Yeah. So uh, um, in this day and age, not too many people go into the banks or credit unions anymore, but oh. Open a bank account. So guess what? When that jar is full of coins or they've been given money from gifts from relatives for holidays or hopefully they're out there earning a buck with a side hustle of some sort, um, then they go to the bank and they deposit money. So you have to go with them and you have to open an account in their name. Minors cannot have their own bank accounts, but you can definitely have them go through the process of going to the table inside, filling out the deposit Signature form. Card and it's everything, all right? important, sure. So again, in this day and age of going fast and furious, you're not helping your children to learn about money. So take them into the bank, take them into the credit union. Maybe they got to wait in line these days. Maybe not, but either way, um, teach them that this is part of the process. Hey guys, it's Brooke. I want to take a minute to talk to you about Dewey Stefan and his great team at Great Lakes Wealth. Do you feel overwhelmed managing your assets? Well, Great Lakes Wealth offers Wall Street solutions with Main Street values. That is really what they are all about. They will help you develop a custom financial plan utilizing all of your assets and keeping your goals in mind. That is what Great Lakes Wealth is all about, helping you and your family achieve your financial dreams. So go to greatlakeswealth.us to schedule an appointment today and tell Tell them Brooke sent you. And then what else? I mean, after you open the savings account, what are the parameters around that? I mean, whatever. Listen, uh, you give uh, me $100, mm-hmm. and I'll give uh, 10 to each of my children, and I'll keep 70 and I'll put it in mine, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's okay, right? Well, I understand that, but, I mean, if you let them have this account, do they think that they're going to – have immediate access to that, or do you know what I mean? What are the rules around that if you're just starting? Yeah, I think again, may, or whatever. How again, lead by example. Mm-hmm. Whatever yours are, maybe it's all money in, no money out. Maybe it's for every hundred in there, you can take five dollars out. So again, how you are able to uh, manage the program, I think that's a part of the family discussion. But I would probably be one that says um, if they've earned the money, or maybe even if it's a gift, they can take a piece of that earned money or a piece of that gift and spend it because you want to reward yourself for the hard work or you know if you just put money away and you never get to touch it mm-hmm. you also then don't understand its value or it's you know it's actual uh, you know it's it's utility right it's use so you have to kind of uh, reward um, yourself you know if you have a great day at work you get that bonus i think you're gonna go buy yourself a little uh something from the mall right maybe um so anyway so yeah so i don't know the exact answer but have a plan back to have a plan if you don't have a plan you plan to fail 
and maybe even have them come up with their plan too, right? Depending on their age, for Dialogue, sure. But right. again, but yeah, start all of this young, get them into the bank account. Again, you know, if it's a five-year-old child doesn't really know what's going on, again, they're still in there seeing some things, but you have to repeat the process, repeat the process. So if they're 15 and you're doing the same thing, you need to have that dialogue and let them figure it out. They might want to spend the whole thing that they've been given by grandma or grandpa. Maybe you let them spend 80% and keep 20. Or if it's a summer job, I, again, so it's all dependent upon the circumstance, but um, you definitely need to uh, go down that road. What about giving? This is important too. I kind of prefaced it uh, with the earlier, um, you know, topic that we talked about. You need to learn to give back. It's important to be part of a community and understand that it's not just about receiving. It is about giving. So whether um, it is at your, uh, you know, your church or place of worship, uh, giving some money to that to that cause, or going and doing a charity drive. Uh, most. Elementary schools and junior highs and high schools, they do have programs for the children, whether it's uh, National Junior Honor Society, et cetera, where they have to go and they have to um, fundraise. Mm -hmm. They have to do some things to give back to the community. So uh, make that a part of the money conversation that money comes in and you can put it in a bank. You can spend it frivolously and it's gone. But you should always, again, give some to those in your community that are in need. So, you know, Carson, we were at to lunch um, a couple weeks ago, and he had gotten $20 from his grandfather. So we were at lunch, and he decided he wanted to buy lunch for me and his sister. So I let him buy lunch, but then I said, you know what? You were so kind to do that. I'm going to pay for lunch for that woman over there. Sure. So I did that, and it was so interesting because they were so like, wow, we just bought somebody else lunch. And, you know, proud of themselves, but I was trying to show them you know, oh, well, you did this for us, so we're going to do this for someone else. Yes, so that's important. That's that whole uh, uh, pay-it-forward movement. Right. And uh, so, again, as long as the child's involved and understand it, they don't get any benefit from you being the second car at Starbucks or um, a Tropical Smoothie Cafe, and you're in the second car, and, you know, at the window, hey, it's your lucky day. The people in front of you gave you some free smoothies. Mm -hmm. Here you go. They paid for your smoothies. Um the child just thinks, again, that that's now you're entitled, like, and now this is how it goes, right? right? So exactly. I'm not the biggest fan of that. I do believe to honor our servicemen and women, I absolutely, every time I see one, I at least go say thank you for your service, but I try my best if I see them you know, about to purchase something, unless it's like a car or a house. Mm -hmm. um, if it's lunch or something, I'm going to go and make sure that I, uh, I can uh, thank them. Um, and if my child is with me or my children are with me, absolutely, I'm going to have my child go up and thank them, and my child is actually going to be be the one who says we would like as a family to you know thank you for your service by picking up your coffee or your meal so these are things uh listeners and viewers these are habits that you have to uh, instill in your children whether they're preteen or teen or teen or college kids or hey post-teen or, or post-teen there you right? go preteen teen or post-teen that's <laughs> exactly. a new one like it so okay so as they get older of course it gets more complicated um because money is just a big issue, right? They want to buy what they want to buy. Yes. So uh, we want to talk about uh, don't just give them money, make them earn it as an allowance. So again, whether they're preteen or teen, um, the old school traditional way was, hey, you get an allowance. Mm -hmm. Just show up and I'll give you five bucks for the week. Now it's probably 20 bucks with this thing called inflation. But <laughs> whatever it is, uh-uh, do some chores. Here's your list. And as a parent, this is good, uh, responsible teaching regardless. But if you want to put a little uh, little uh, monetary you know, reward in there, again, let them earn some money. It's not just the gift of an allowance. Um, it teaches them responsibility and uh, what it's like to be part of the family unit, but also they'll take that money 
put in that glass jar. Right. Then that glass jar gets full. It goes over to the bank. It gets deposited. And then as we get on this list, mm -hmm. we're going to do something else with that deposited money. We're building a program here. I love it. Exactly. So they've got that money. They've got that piggy bank full. And they want a credit card. Now what? <laughs> yeah. So now it is uh, you have the opportunity to go buy something. Mm -hmm. Okay. So maybe now you're a teenager. Maybe you're still a preteen, but you're a teenager and you want to buy something. You're at Target and you have your eyes on something. It might be the video game. Mm -hmm. It might be the newest uh, tech gadget. It might be a piece of clothing. Whatever it is, you're going to uh, want it. And so you're gonna, the child is going to want it. And it's going to go up to the um, parent and say, hey, mom, dad, can I have this? Can I have this? So you can either say no or you can say yes. Sure, put it in the bag and I'll pay for it like I do everything else. Uh-uh. You tell the child, okay, if you want that, then you can't have this. Mm -hmm. You know that these children always want multiple things. So whether it's, okay, you can get that, but then we're not going out to dinner. Or you can have – you can." buy this, but then you don't have enough for this. So you don't need to go into the weeds and talk about balance sheets and you know have an Excel spreadsheet of expenses and what's going on. But you can absolutely let them know that, yes, you can make a purchase. Here's mm -hmm. your money. Right. And it is scarce. So when it is gone, then you can't do something else. And you don't have to, again, connect all the dots depending on their age. It's a lot of its concept and, um, again, creating good habits. Okay, so here's the interesting thing. What if they say, but I'll pay you back. Oh, you get that all the time. My, my children don't even yeah. have the money in their pocket. Like, right. I'll spend, I'll I, got it. Back. I got it. I got it. When we get home, I'll give it to you. Oh. I, you do. Mm -hmm. Where is it? Where well, is it's it? in the bank. I, where's your bank card? Well, you have it. Well, I got it on my app on my phone. So right. yes. So again, those are conversations. And when you have conversations, you are teaching and they are learning. And sometimes they're not pleasant conversations. And a little sidebar out there for all you YouTube viewers and podcast nation, you can say no to your children. You can say no and teach them. So um, yes, have conversations and let them know that if you do spend money, then you probably can't spend it on something else. There's only so much of that uh, green dough to go around. So that brings up a good point. What about a budget for kids? Yeah, absolutely. So they should uh, build a budget, and that would be an item on our list. So absolutely have them write it down. Again, whether it's um, you know if they get a bunch of money for a birthday, or as we even skip a little bit up in terms of a high school graduation, mm -hmm. or a holiday, or whatever it is, count the cash. And then put a budget together with what we're going to do with this money. This is going into um, pay some, I don't know, pay some bill that you have or pay something off. Or this is uh, what you can spend. So, yes, you can do it at any age based on any scenario, whether it's, again, a preteen, a teen, or even those post-teens. So what about gifts? Well, um, I mean, as far as do you make the child buy a gift for their grandparents or do you do that or how, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's probably a good. That's probably a good point. So um, it depends again on the family as well. I don't think you need to be going and buying gifts uh, and then give it to your child to give to someone else. The exception might be um, if it's a child who's going to a birthday party of a you know of a of a peer of a right, another student and classmate. I think then again, as the parent, you do have a responsibility to kind of you know 
take care of your child a little bit. And um, and again, give them a budget though. Right. Uh, in our household, if we're uh, if our children are going to a friend's uh, birthday party, you know, when they're uh, preteen, there's a budget maybe twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. And again, put a gift receipt in because maybe the child <laughs> gets two of them or doesn't want them, and the parents are like, we don't need another one of these things. Throws it down. Yeah. So uh, for sure. So whatever it might be, you know, it could be a five dollar limit, twenty dollar limit, you know, whatever it is uh, in your situation. But absolutely, build a budget, and part of that is, um, you know, buying gifts and things for family members. So you're not taking away the right to be a generous parent. You're just teaching um, some good habits that your children will take with them later in life for sure. And these habits will last a lifetime, correct? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely, for sure. So I'll be like, oh, budget, piggy bank, bank account. I got this. Yeah, well, how about this? When we're done walking through all these, we'll walk through from, again, <laughs> learning about the money, putting right. it in the right place, and then moving on down the road. Uh, we'll pay some debt. We'll talk about that. Investing it, you know, we're going to talk about that. So, um, at, again, we don't, might not have said this earlier, but we're gonna. this is the top 11 list. <laughs> so we have a top 10 list. Everyone knows this. We always have a top 10 list, but we're going to give one bonus today because right. who wants to be a top 10 if you can be a top 11? So we are walking down the path to... To, um, our 11 tips to make your uh, children better uh, money-wise individuals. Okay, so what's next? Well, I think um, you want to, what? You want to teach them that there is this thing called debt, mm-hmm. and debt is not good. So this would be more for the teenagers approaching post-teenagers, but don't use credit cards. This might even go back to number one, which is lead by example. So there's a difference between a debit card and a credit card. Mm-hmm. Um there are some that say you should use a credit card, just pay it off every month versus a debit card because of the security and what happens if something happens with your card. That's a topic for another episode, mm-hmm. Brooke. But in regards of just putting things on debt, putting things on your card, uh, uh-uh. So teach them that you only um, buy what you can pay for and um, how that conversation goes um, You know, is specific to the family as well. But teach them that um, debt in this regard, is not good. So deal with debt. Okay. So don't let them... Yeah. Don't let, don't let them get a credit card at 18. Don't let them, I don't know, borrow from two friends mm-hmm. to get something else. So again, we'll teach them later that there are these things called good debt. There are ways that you can leverage your situation. Absolutely. So uh, again, for another day, maybe we'll talk about how you can uh, deal with good debt. But... Um, <laughs> For today, again, keep the children on the right path with uh, responsible uh, money habits. Makes sense. And uh, this is the best one of all. Help them learn how to make money. <laughs> yes. So, again, as, as you've talked about where you're going to put the money right? and will not spend the money, right? we maybe could have started with figure out your hustle and your side hustle and your 11 uh, sources of income. As right. we say, uh, the average millionaire has seven streams of income, mm-hmm. but who wants to be average? Right. An average is a C student. So listen, I don't want to be an average millionaire. I want to be an above average millionaire. So here at the What Do We Do podcast and Great Lakes Wealth, we say let's strive for 11 streams of income. Mm -hmm. So if you can, let's set up 11 side hustles. Maybe the main hustle is school. Okay. That'd be great. Yeah, that counts, Maybe one side hustle would be an athletic activity, a little extracurricular, you know, academic activity. Mm -hmm. But then let's get some side hustles. So let your children figure out ways 
to make money. And that's probably why this is a perfect time for the podcast, Brooke, is because it is summertime. Mm-hmm. Summer, summer, summertime. <laughs> and so, you're dressed for it. Hey, hey, let's go right on. <laughs> so, um, yes. So go get that summer job. Right. Mow lawns, um, you know. Garden in the backyard, go down the street, find a job at the uh, local ice cream parlor, mm-hmm. talk to your parents what you can do for them, or your grandparents. So find, again, this day and age, uh, using um, technology, all kinds of things you can do to uh, to make some money in the summer, summer, summertime. So absolutely, help encourage your children to find that job also. Um, if you know if they're under 14, it's different than between 14 to 18 and 18 on up. But encourage greatness. Booyah. Excellent. So there's 10. And right, we do 10. have We do okay. have our right. special bonus. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. What is number 11? Number 11. Maybe we can put the pieces together. <laughs> We've talked about getting the money, putting the money, and earning the money, finding the place to get the money. But again, the number one is out of the bank because we've always said cash Just is trash. trash. So once it's in the bank, that's a great holding tank because you had a jar, mm-hmm. and we'll call the bank the tank. So you have a holding jar, you take it to the bank, and you put it in a holding tank, but then you go back and you take it out. You teach your children about compound interest. You teach your children how to invest. So with that, go ahead and open them up an investment account. You can do this the same as you can at a bank with an UGMA or UTMA. You can do the same thing with an investment account. So if they're younger, again, you can do most of the work. Mm-hmm. There are 529 accounts as well. So as a parent or grandparent, you can open up a 529 and you can uh, discuss it with your child or grandchild, but you can also open them up their own investment account. Even consider maybe if they are working, a Roth IRA for working kids. And these are, again, amazing ways to take a little bit of cash, mm-hmm. compound it up, and then they'll have a lot more investment uh, portfolio, and they're on their way to, uh, you know, financial success. That is awesome. So it sounds like a pretty good story and a pretty yes. good plan of attack to me, <laughs> I right? I think so. So, yeah, so we'll kind of run through them again, right? Okay. Number one is uh, lead by example. Number two is put it in the piggy bank, but we call it the glass jar. Mm-hmm. Number three is what? Let them uh, learn firsthand right. what it's all about. Pump that gas. No. Pump that Yes, <laughs> Get out there and, again, make the transactions. Make it happen. Number four is give them the responsibility of a bank account. Is that right? To get involved? Yep. Um, number five is make them earn an allowance. Don't just give them gifts. Right. Make them earn it. Is that right? Uh, number six, stress the importance of giving. Yes. Give back. Healthy, wealthy, and wise, and it's better to give than receive. There's another one for you. Um, number seven, show them the opportunity cost. That, again, if you make one purchase, you can't make another purchase. You must choose. Right. It's called opportunity cost in economics. Number eight, Teach them the danger of credit cards and other bad debt. So deal with that and teach them early. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) No bueno. (laughs) Number nine, get them on a simple budget. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but absolutely, whether they're preteen, teen, or those college kids home from the summer, get on that budget and Mm -hmm. don't break the budget. Um, It's very important. And the older you get, the more you realize this. Absolutely. Number 10... Let's help the kids figure out how to make some money. 
find a side hustle, another side hustle. So let's find ways and help them figure out how to make some of that cha-ching, cha-ching, mm-hmm. right? That's right, the top sure. 10. That's yep, it. That is it. And number 11, take all that money, open an investment account, go back through our other 58 podcasts about ways to invest for success and live your best life. And that is number 11, introduce them to investing and the concept of compound interest. And that would be the 11 ways to help your kids with money. And even help yourself, right? I think because you if your kids know money, yourself. then you're okay. Absolutely, you're helping yourself, and that's right. very important. So, um, I don't know what else on that topic. I don't Anything know. You missed? know what? I think it's great. I'm going to go home and make the Twinkies. You know, get a job and <laughs> pull out the glass piggy bank. Yes, we're good. S- yes, start with the jar. <laughs> right. Put it into the bank. And then come on out and invest for success. Exactly. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, fantastic. Well, um, I think that wraps up this show. It's great to see you, you again. You always. Great. And uh, with that, we will say 59 podcast yep. episodes, over 30,000 downloads, listens, and subscribes. We want more of those. Please join us next time. But as we always say, we're, we're just, just getting, getting started. started. The opinions expressed in this program are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. It's only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Any indices referenced for comparison are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. As always, please remember investing involves risks and possible loss of principal capital. Please Seek advice from a licensed professional.